You're listening to the Don's Cast, an unofficial fan podcast about the greatest Australian football team, the Essendon Bombers. My name is Jamie. And I'm Nick. And mate, uh, I probably should only say this once because it'll get repetitive, but free kick, Sydney. Oh, mate. It was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, like... You know, no one likes to be that person to uh, to focus on the umpires, but you know, especially you know the third and fourth quarters. Um, geez, they got a good ride. Oh yeah, particularly if they played the same rules for both teams, and at least they'd be consistent in that behalf. But uh, the holding the ball rules and also the you know some of the deliberate calls um, seem to have different adjudications depending on which team you play for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, Certainly, the red and black uh, didn't receive the, the same treatment. But in saying that, you know, that, that's not the story of the whole game. Um, you know, quite like I will mention as we go through the um, sort of our observations. Uh, but, yeah, we were very fumbly a lot of the time. Um, oftentimes, we'd start this link-up play uh, and then we'd, you know, cough up a, a possession through a missed kick or, a, you know, an errant handball. Uh, and Sydney just take it up the other end. And look, they were they were just too good in terms of um, like their ball movement going into their forward line and even around their forward line. Uh, you know, they block for each other. Uh, so they were able to you know, basically pick out free men um, almost at will in our defensive 50. And that's something we really need to clean up on, um, you know, both the disposal efficiency and our defensive efforts to make sure that they're not able to get free kicks. Um but, yeah, certainly the, the umpires had a factor to play. Yeah, and I think also uh, one of the other things we bemoan is the consecutive runs of goals, mate. And although we got you know five or six of our own in a row, uh, to concede the same amount was really disappointing. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I want to see Essendon change is that, that ability to dig in. And, in, in fact, mate, when we got out to that 24-point margin or 25-point margin, uh, we actually had the ball, was streaming forward, and basically Zach Merritt uh, handballed just behind Nick Hind, and he actually, um, actually uh, missed, you know, fumbled the ball basically. And uh, Sydney had us out the back, and that's how it led to their first goal in response. And um, only a small skill error, and you know, hard to identify in one, you know, one passage of the game, but I mean, uh, to be five goals up would have been nice rather than see it cut back to you know 18 or 19 points so um yeah again um i think the bombers you know could do a bit more tidy up with their disposal having said that mate it was a dewy night and they'd had a bit of rain uh sydney so um yeah we'll have to give them some outs it wasn't like it was pristine conditions uh, do they have a bit of rain, Jamie, or do they say go out there with the hoses and uh, just <laughs> <laughs> slow it down a bit? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't think um, they had the hose uh, going because, um, let's face it, uh, Buddy would have preferred it to be <laughs> you know, mm. a dry day because, um, well, he burns us most days. But, I mean, um, apparently, like, he was one of the only players playing out there if you listened to the commentary last night, mate. Oh. No. Ridiculous, yeah. It's like there's a there's a big focus on him, and I get it. He's a he's a good player, but um, geez, you know, this, there's plenty of other players playing much better games than, than he was on the night. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, it's just, just sort of funny. But, you know, it's not only the commentators that notice him, mate. Obviously, the umpires notice him as a uh, protected species. And apparently, when your name's Buddy Franklin, you're able to just, you know, manhandle the defender and just chuck him off the ball, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah no. Nah. Um, well, well, like I said, it's easy for us to get, um, you know, deterred by the umpires. But I guess once the result's in the bag, I, you know, we have to let it go and... Um, I guess one of the things I want to do tonight is uh, look at some real positives coming through, mm. mate. And in particular, we've had four debutants uh, this year, um, and it's been great that they held their spot. But also good that um, they're all contributing. And um, you know, Archie Perkins looked great last night. I thought, and you know, we we know Nick Cox was a real standout, and. Um, yeah, he definitely caught Luke Darcy's eye, I noticed. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, he, was, he had a great game. Um, Harrison Jones, like, people uh, might not look at his stats sheet and um, think too much about them, but I, I, to personally, I, you know, that centre-half forward, uh, leading forward role is a hard job, mate. And um, I thought he, he did some nice things again last night and he's definitely worth persevering with. And of course, um, Alec Waterman uh, kicked a couple of goals, and gee, he looks reliable around the goal face. Yeah, he does, mate. Just a, a beautiful straight kick for goal, um, which is excellent to see. And yeah, like Harrison Jones, like the, the thing I really like about him is his repeat efforts. Um, you know, his, his leading patterns seem pretty solid. You know, once he gets a bit more strength about him, he'll he'll take a lot of a lot more of those marks. Um, but you know, particularly in that effort where he. Basically, he took the ball from the halfback, got it up, and then floated forward, ended up taking the mark to kick the goal. Um, that was massive. Um, you know, obviously, like Archie Perkins, like you look at him, he, he just wants to take the game on, which is fantastic to see. And obviously, he has a lot of confidence. And the thing I like most about him is he wants the footy in his hands. Like, you know, there's a lot of players that um, they don't want that spotlight, don't want the pressure or the responsibility of uh, bringing the goal, the ball inside 50. Uh, he wants it. Uh, he wants to be the one to, you know, bring it in, to kick the goals and that kind of stuff. And, you know, while he hasn't kicked one yet, uh, he'll certainly get there. And when he does, so I reckon the, uh, the roof's going to get lifted. Um, and he he's just um, just showing, you know, what a, what a confident player he is, which is fantastic. And obviously Nick Cox, like he's just grown game by game. Um you know, I, I thought he was spectacular. Um, you know, this in this game, um, you know, used his height, taken a few big marks, um, you know, obviously kicked the goal, had a couple of other shots. Um, and again, you know, he'll um, he'll steady into the pace of AFL footy and be able to slot slot a few more of those. But um, no, nah, it's fantastic to see the young guys um, really pulling it out there. And, you know, that it does show us Bombers fans um, that there's a lot of hope um, and good things to, to come for the SM Football Club. Yeah, when you think about it, mate, they've got those four debutants that are you know, staying in the side at the moment. And then even when you browse our emergency list, mate, you've got uh, Nick Bryan and also you've got Zach Reed there, um, you know, who can't be too far away from a game. So potentially, you know, six first, uh, or first uh, game players uh, potentially that could start playing for the Bombers in this year. And, um, you know, we're not that far away from being three and one, even though we're one and three. Um, you know, six points uh, you know, would have got us a three and one record, mate. Um, when you think about it, we lost by one point to Hawthorne and 
three points to Sydney. Mm. Um, yeah, and again, I guess that sustained effort um, was really good. And I said the, the only downlight for me was uh, one the umpiring, but I mean the other one was just the consecutive runs of goals. I, I think that's the one part I'd really like to see us be able to um, clean up and have that resolve to stop the run on. Um, yeah, we, we seemed a little bit, uh, you know, blown out at that stage of the game. And it was good that after halftime we settled. But, I mean, um, you know, the result can always be different if you can, uh, you know, withstand uh, the other team kicking, you know, five or six goals in a row. Yeah, and a lot of those goals actually came off our turnovers. Um, you know, Sydney are sort of known to... Um, be able to be, swoop on those and um, yeah, get you out the back. You know, I think at one stage, you know, they had you know, something like six goals, eight. That might have even been just in the third, um, like up to the third quarter there, like six goals, eight um, directly from turnovers. Um, <laughs> well, that, that hurts you. So, you know, when uh, if you're coughing up the easy footy and they're able to score off you, um, that obviously makes things difficult for the defence because, you know, you're obviously out of, out of position uh, with people sort of trying to stream forward. Um, so, yeah, you know, once once we clean up, um, you know, the disposals, our team defence gets a bit more solid and structured. Um, yeah, it'll, I'm sure it'll all come together. But, um, you know, for now, we just have to uh, wear the learnings, mate. Yeah. Um, and obviously, uh, we'll be talking about the Essendon-Sydney game, but I guess it's uh, pertinent to look at the week ahead, mate. We've got... Brisbane coming up and uh, an appointment with uh, Joe Dana. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's uh, something to look forward to in some ways because um, I'd, I'd really like to see us take it up for Brisbane um, on the back of last night's effort. But uh, let's talk about the game uh, last night. And, you know, I thought it's always important, to, especially with a young side, to try and get a, a good start. And um, like last week, mate, um, we got that goal from Jake Stringer, and gee, uh, he's such a presence, Jake. And uh, you know, I always felt better when we kicked that first goal, especially yeah, uh, uh, you know, interstate. Yeah, absolutely. Like it was really good bit of play. Like he sort of um, you know grabbed the ball out of the ruck, and uh, it's just in the pocket there, and turned round and sapped it straight through, and it was, it was great for the boys to um, yeah, all good round him, and uh, you know to kick that first goal because it was pretty scrappy early. Like I thought both sides, um, you know, you know, the ball just seemed to be going end to end um, kind of thing. Um, yeah. But then like the unfortunate thing was, um, you know, soon after they got there first and it was through none other than Buddy Franklin. Um, it was just too easy for mine, you know, and it came to a pretty bad turnover from Parrish who basically handballed it straight to, um, straight to Sydney and, and off they went. And then the, the ball was locked in down there for a bit um, in the Swans forward half. And, uh, yeah, when Luke Parker got the second goal, uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's when I was when you, I was imploring, you know, don't drop your heads like we, you know, we saw against Port. Um, although the game was started a little bit differently with them kicking five in a row. Well, I mean, uh, once they got their second one up, um, I thought it was a bit of a test for us to see um, even though early stages of the game, would, would we uh, put our hand up and 
after a miss by Franklin and uh, Goulden. Um, it was great to see that ball go down to Alec Waterman and, geez, uh, got a thumping kick, but also, like, so, you know, gun barrel straight. Yeah, it was, it was excellent. Like, and just great play off the wing, you know, with Guelphie, Perkins and Tipper all getting amongst it, um, pushing hard to get the footy in our forward line. And, yeah, then when Waterman took the mark, um, yeah, as you said, he just went back and slotted it. And, you know, you sort of feel um, almost assured uh, with his kicking action um, that he will kick the goal. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was good to see. And, look, I, I will say, like, our, our energy level seemed good at the start. Like, we were sort of buzzing around the ball carrier. Uh, but overall, our, our sort of defence was was pretty lacking. Um, you know, Reed was able to stand in open space and take a mark. Uh, luckily, he missed. Um, but, you know, Sydney just kept getting opportunities, um, which, you know, I've, I've pretty much put down to, you know, we'd always, they'd always have at least, you know, one or, or two two men sort of free to, to take the footy, always had options available to them. Um, it was looking pretty worrying, um, but... Yeah, finally, uh, we got our opportunity, and it was actually through, um, you know, our our zone uh, when Sydney were trying to take it out of our forward line. Um, they just uh, they just couldn't get it out. Um, and then when uh, when one of the players tried to uh, kick across goal, Stringer pounced on it and uh, kicked it through. Yeah, I think it was Luke Parker as well, who's one of the you know. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> and he's uh, one of the most experienced players, but. Um... Yeah, it was a uh, good foresight by Jakey to get in the way and um, take the mark. And you know, he went back and slotted that one. And then we saw you know, a really impressive Nick Cox uh, gather the ball down the half-forward flank and uh, you know, just hardly broke stride, mate, and kicked it on his opposite leg on the left, I think. But even though he's kind of uh, can kick on both sides, uh, you know, it was a nice finish and, uh, yeah, definitely won the commentator's eye. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like you sort of look at him, he's over 200 centimeters tall, and you think, how does he move that that sort of smooth and, and fast? Um, yeah, it was a ripper bit of play. Um, and a great goal because he would have been about 40, 45 out um when he kicked it. Um yeah, it's excellent. So I'll look forward to many more of those to come. Um and then there was that uh, you know great hit by by Tibber to hit stringer uh in our forward line and um, yeah, actually, excellent work by Stringer to affect the spoil, uh, which allowed us to get the footy. And yeah, while Stringer missed missed the kick, it was um, it was a good play. But um, yeah, that was basically the, the quarter. You know, we ended up um, you know uh, winning the quarter. So four goals, one twenty five to the Swan, Swans, two goals, five seventeen. Yeah, and they'd had a lot more opportunities, Sydney, uh, but it was pleasing to see us taking our chances. Um, and I thought that was a really good recovery after they'd kicked those couple of goals in a row. Um, yeah, I thought that was a really good fight back by the Dons. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, we went into the second quarter with uh, a great start with uh, Carl, Hawk, uh, Carl Hooker, you know, taking a big mark um, and, uh, yeah, going, slotting back the goal. Yeah, it was excellent. Um, but, you know, it's obviously great work by Cox leading up to that, you know, he sort of got it on the wing, uh, stopped, propped, and then sort of ran through a couple of Sydney players who you know, expected him just to go laterally. Um, and then he was able to find a good target. Uh, yeah, eventually got it down to Hooker. And, yeah, it was a strong grab by, by Hooker. Um, 
and great to see him kick those through. Um, and then there was a, uh, a brilliant mark from Dev. Um, you know, he, he sort of went back and kicked it. And it's, it's sort of funny because, you know, we talked about his limited range of um, his, his kicking or whatever. Like he would have been on the 50 line um, when he kicked it at the SCG, but you can't tell me that it's proper 50. Um, he would have been, oh no, I reckon 40, 45 out um, the kick. Um, but uh, it's just great to see him go back and slot it. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, because it is deceptive. You know, when you've got that line there, you do oh. imagine it is 50 metres. Um, yeah. And I'm thinking, Deb, you're not going to make the distance. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but he, uh, he did slot it. And, you know, when you think about it, that was, uh, I think, five in a row, mate, there. And then mm. out of the centre of the bounce, um, Darcy Par- Parrish was always clean underneath his knees. He uh, ran onto a ball and, um, yeah, what is it? It was a classy goal if you meant it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what a great kick. And um, I thought, gee, we started well here. You know, we you know, basically kicked six in a row. Um, we're starting to put some real space on the swans and, you know, the question marks must have been going to their heads. Um, you know, what's going on? Yeah, well, I know you, you can't tell me you meant to kick that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you look to be able to yeah, be squaring it up to Waterman or so. But look, um, you know, when you shank a kick and it goes through, you're not going to complain about that. So that no, was an excellent, excellent goal. And um, yeah, as you, as you say, like, um, that was a sixth goal in a row. Um, and, you know, we did have opportunities to keep going, as you said, like that that miss from uh, Merritt to Hind, I think it was. Um, and that's um, – uh, oh, that's actually Parrish to Hind it was. Um, yeah, he went to handball it. But, um, yeah, then Swan swooped on it. And, uh, yeah, we were able to pick apart our, our defence and kick another bloody uh, goal. But, you know, I must say that um, – as part of that play, they also get yet another free kick. Um, but then Sydney just choked us up. Um, and it, like, so they kept um, kept on having the footy and um, having opportunities for goal. But, you know, them choking us up through their defensive pressure wasn't helped by us continually coughing up the ball through clangers. Um, you know, and then, you know, when Reed marked uh, and gold, it was back to a one goal game. Yeah, that was really frustrating. I guess, uh, you know, Kale and um, Jakey had shots at goals in between those six that the Swans replied with, and uh, we couldn't get them through. Um, and then we saw goals to Callum Mills and Lance Franklin. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was uh, – that was pretty disheartening when they overran us with that goal from Buddy. Um yeah, especially after being up by 25 points um, and, yeah, ended up finishing that half uh, five points down. So uh, seven, they were seven goals, nine, 51 to our seven goals, four, 46. Yeah, so when you looked at it, obviously just by the scoreline, like they've had more opportunities. But, um, yeah, like to have a 25-point lead just precipitate, um, that was really poor. And, like, I guess we saw that. Um, yeah, that's an area of our game we're going to have to clean up because we, obviously we had the big lead against the Hawks and that got chewed up. Um, so I think the concern is uh, how quickly we can be scored against, um, especially when the pressure's on the other team and they respond. 
we just have to find a way to respond ourselves. Um, and, you know, it's probably easier said than done, but I mean, um, you know, I, I just think that that's a, another area of our game we're going to have to develop to uh, try and stop these successive runs of goals because um, it's pretty consistent with the Bombers, um, you know, especially in the last, you know, 12 to 18 months. Yeah, it is. I will say, though, that it's not helped um, when we had, uh, you know, Wright uh, as our number one ruck for us on the night. Like, I'm not putting it on Wright. It's not his fault. Like, he was, I think he was contesting solidly, um, but we were getting beaten pretty soundly. And without that uh, sort of first option to get the footy, um, we obviously lost the um, uh, clearances as well. Um, yeah, and, you know, they've got very experienced midfielders in there, like Parker, Kennedy. Um, yeah, some real out-and-out out ball winners. Um, so, yeah, when you look at the clearance numbers at the whole of the match, like, they they wiped the floor with this, mate. Um, in terms of clearances, they had 47 to our 24. Uh, Centre clearances, they had 17 to our 8. Stoppage clearances, so around the ground, they had 30 to our 16. Um, that That's a that's a belting in, in any man's language. Um and even contested possessions, like they had 154 to 128. So, like, they were getting uh, first use through the clearances and then beating us at those contested footies, those, uh, those 50-50s um, around the ground. So, like, when you're trying to stop a, an opposition's run, um, all that sort of um, goes into the fact that, you know, you know never, never mind how much we tried. Like, I, I have no... Um, hesitation that our effort was was fantastic on the night, but um, like we, we just didn't have that, that sort of clean ability to, to get the ball and, and take it down our end, um, which obviously makes it hard to halt their momentum. Um, but uh, yeah, that was the that was the half, mate. Um, you know, going into that third quarter, though, I thought we started better. Um, you know, we had plenty of energy. But again, um, it was our clangers, which meant we'd cough the ball up uh, before we could make something of it. Um, yeah, and then Reed got it up their end and and dubbed another. Yeah, I was starting to get worried there, mate. Even though it was only 11 points, when you add in that we were 25 points up, that's basically a six-goal turnaround. So, <clears throat> yeah, I was starting to uh, get concerning. And again, um, I guess one of the most pleasing things on the night is that our effort couldn't be questioned because, you know, we did fight back and um, it was easy for a young side to just, you know, bow their heads and say it's not our night. But um, we kept going and, you know, we got a goal through Jakey um, <clears throat> and then that was followed up by a goal from Kyle Hooker. Yeah, like, but I have to say with that streak goal, like, what a bloody run from Hind. Like, <laughs> he grabbed the footy at the back line, punched a hole through Sydney and took a few bounces and, Eventually delivered it down Stringer's throat. Um, yeah, so it was great for him to, to kick his third. And then, yeah, as I said, mate, like that, there was a brilliant mark by Hooker in the pocket. Like, just chucked up a hand and um, fell in his mitt uh, from a hand bomb. Um, and once again, mate, um, he's, he started to make a habit of this. He he snapped it off to that trusty left of his. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, it looked like a direct set, uh, sorry, set shot of goal um, should have occurred, but he... he Wanted to go with the, uh, you know, the twist around the body kind of thing. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, like I guess if he he wants to go around the body and he, and it's working for him, you, know, you can't really be 
scripted on that. It just sometimes doesn't look right. Yeah, well, <laughs> mind you, mate. Uh, when he does take a um, a straight running, uh, you know, line up at goal, sometimes that doesn't look right either when it comes <laughs> off the boot. But um, no, I love it when it goes through. Uh, and then there was that beautiful markup forward by Cox. Um, obviously, like he didn't kick it, um, but uh, you know, he he's just really showing now that. Um, it's like he's already starting to believe he, he belongs at AFL level, and he absolutely does. Um, but that, that confidence in going up for that mark, I, I thought was just huge. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen him go back and kick that because <clears throat> those ones that are straight in front, mate, even if you're young, um, they're, the, they're the ones you want them to lock away. Um, and, yeah, unfortunately, the ball went to the right of screen and you know, didn't go through. But, I mean... Um, yeah, Nick Cox, he's starting to use his aerial marking um, as part of his weapon weaponry now. And um, I think that's going to be his point of difference, mate. He's going to be playing on people, probably spotting him, you know, potentially up to 10 to 12 centimetres. And, you know, by him extending his arms, it's going to be hard to go with, uh, especially once he builds a bit of a frame on around it. Absolutely, mate. And, um, yeah, shaping to be an absolute player. Um, but then, yep. Mate, after yet another free kick, um, Papley got a goal for them uh, to take back the lead. Yeah, I thought that was a rubbish free as well. Um, <clears throat> you know, all night, Tipper was getting the same kind of treatment uh, and didn't get hardly any of those. So, yeah, I was a bit upset about that free kick and especially knowing Papley would go back and kick it, you know, try to energise the Swans. Yeah, mate. Um, we were lucky, though, because they, they actually got quite a number of free kicks um, down there forward half of the ground, but luckily they weren't able to convert. Um, but then, you know, <laughs> there was a um, brilliant bit of play where, um, you know, Jones um, sort of grabbed the ball off the half back um, and sort of, um, you know, got it up forward to us. And um, then he had... It, the ball ended up getting to Hind and he, he delivered it beautifully to Jones. Um, so like Jones has ran like 150 metres or so um, to sort of drift back forward after getting the ball down back and then take that big mark. Um, and then he uh, made that, um, you know, made, made the kick to slot the goal. Um, it was just fantastic. And, you know, as you said before, mate, like James's stat sheet, you know, doesn't tell the tale at the moment. Like the work he does around the ground is fantastic. Um, so yeah, I just loved him being able to um, kick another goal because that'll just you know do wonders for his confidence. Yeah, and then we got the last kick of the third quarter, mate. Um, couldn't add to our score. Oh, we got a point actually through Devin Smith, but um, yeah, there was three quarter time and three quarter time scores were mate. Uh, that's the one I actually missed. Um, but uh, no, bugger, sorry, I'll frame you under there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we'll do some pedaling, mate. So yeah, yeah, wrap that up. Um, yeah, because like we are on a delay, isn't it, from Melbourne to Canberra? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we? We were, um, Nine goals, 11.65 Sydney to our 10 goals, 6.66. Yeah, so um, obviously we had more goals than them, but uh, they actually had a lot more scoring shots. And as you said, mate, they 
were given plenty of opportunities and probably that third quarter could have been um, pretty pretty hard to, pretty hard on us if they had have been um, you know a bit more uh, accurate on the night because uh, they definitely had their opportunities. Yeah, they, they certainly did. So we were um, we were pretty lucky in the end. Um, uh, but yeah, as we started the fourth, um, geez, it was another beautiful kick from Hind uh, to Waterman, and uh, he went back and bloody kicked it. Yeah, another straight kick from Alec Waterman. I think we'll get used to that. Uh, he definitely adds a dimension to our forward line, and he's not the tallest bloke, but he's pretty well built, mate, and. Um, with his accurate kicking, he won't need that many opportunities to be uh, dangerous forward. No, he won't, mate. I, I, I thought he um, he done pretty well. He he done a few hard things. Um, you know, he seems to not mind throwing his body around, um, which is excellent because he is a big frame bloke. So, um, no, nah, well done from him to uh, to kick his second. And then we saw that goal from Justin McInerney, um, which was a pretty nice goal, to be honest. Um, yeah, you know, he had the Swans fans up and about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it did hurt. I don't know. They kept they kept getting shots but couldn't convert. So, like, really, they could have blown us out of the water in that quarter. I, I thought, you know, our uh, willingness to scrap and fight, you know, just added that perceived pressure to them, which you know potentially made them sort of skew their kicks, um, which kept us in it for a bit. Um, yeah, but. Then it, yeah, after that goal, you know, it bloody hurt when Buddy Franklin got that goal after we defended so well uh, and we looked just about to break through. And then we had the goal review, mate. Um, and gee, I don't like that. Dane Rampy, you know, obviously because mm. of the climbing of the post, but just his arrogance. Oh, surely I got a hand on that. Like, mm. and I thought, well, that's more a question than a statement, isn't it? So, like, I was hoping the um, yeah, the the umpy would have said, "Oh, well, if you're not sure, we'll, we'll call it a goal and we'll see what happens." <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the the goal review centre said that um, it was clearly touched, and I guess it was, but I didn't want to see that. Um, so we had our chances there, and then you know, we've only about oh, two minutes to go. Big Kale picked the ball off the ground, and yeah. You know, Heaved it onto his boot, and it was a nice goal, mate. And it gave us 90 seconds to win the match. Oh, it was an absolute ripper. It, <coughs> just like, like, it was sort of reminiscent of that a goal against Hawthorne um, you know, a few years back. Uh, just to pick it up, snap it through in the dying stages of the game um, to give us an opportunity. Um, but, yeah, we all know what happened from there, mate. Um, just, uh, just really... Really frustrating to see, um, you know, when the game's on the balance like that, um, you know, just uh, some frustrating scenes. Um, but overall, we weren't able to, like we did have a chance to, uh, to come forward, um, but just weren't able to hit our targets, which was um, overall the story of the night. And uh, we ended up losing by the three points. Um, so 12 goals, 80 to Sydney's 11 goals, 1783. Yeah, and as we said, the effort couldn't be questioned. Uh, and I just think our lack of a ruckman, you know, Hickey's a very experienced ruckman. Um, you know, he's played for four different teams, mate. 
Um, yeah, so he's a very experienced ruckman. And I thought, you know, with 90 seconds to go, you know, and Cox had had a good game, but he's not a ruckman, mate, I don't, I don't believe. And, mm. um, uh, you know, even Peter Wright wasn't being um, the ruckman that he'd like at that time of the game. So <clears throat> I think it's nearly time, mate, to either uh, we'll see how Phillips goes this week because I think he's playing a game in the twos. Um, so whether they look at him, because it's nine days between um, this game and uh, the Brisbane match next Saturday night. And then we've got, um, after that, you know, we've got Nick Bryan, who's a, you know, actually one of the emergencies who didn't play last night. And obviously Andrew Phillips is the other option. But I think, you know, um, especially last night, it's really evident that you know when you play a second class, uh, second rate ruckman, you can get torched. And I know they um, Hickey wasn't, you know, a, a match winner. Um, I think he was still important. Um, it's an important part of the way Sydney got the win. Yeah, yeah, he was. They like he was able to really dictate terms in the ruck there, like especially when Cox went in there. Um, you know. Obviously, that experience of, of rucking just meant he was able to, you know, outbody Cox, um, you know, when the when the ball was thrown up, um, and just use his experience. And as you say, like he wasn't dominant by any stretch of the imagination, um, but what he was was more experienced. He knew what he was doing and um, gave uh, gave Sydney uh, first use a lot of the time. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, there's there's definitely that, but there's. There's obviously other areas of our game, like our entries. Our entries going to Ford Fifty uh, still need work. You know, Dane Rampey was able to take ten marks over the course of the night, um, so intercepting uh, almost at will. Um, so, you know, there's there's plenty of um, plenty of work uh, for us to do. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, you, you couldn't fault their effort. I thought. Um, you know, we basically, we did stick to our structures um, largely. There were times where we got found out, but, you know, I think that was mostly on the turnover. And, um, you know, realistically, I, um, yeah, it's it's that polish that we lack, like the that ability to make sure we hit our targets. And, um, um, yeah, it was, it was really the, the turnovers that, that killed us all night. Yeah, we should uh, say the boys did really well, especially with the tackle count. 78 tackles to 54. That's a huge uh, variance and uh, shows how much uh, invested they were into the game trying to force tackles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and even like 1% is like 54, 1% is so we, uh, yeah, the effort was was definitely there. Um, no, I, I think we, we had a pretty solid game. I, I was... I was actually, yeah, as disappointed as I was to lose, I was actually pretty happy at the uh, effort the boys showed because it was four quarters. Um, yes, there was that run of goals um, that Sydney got, um, but I think, um, yeah, that's the sign of a number of things like Sydney's uh, just experience and ability to work the ball um, well through our defence, um, but also like a, a lot of our younger uh, younger brigade, they still need to uh, to learn the uh, sort of defensive aspects of the game and. Um, yeah, the, the structures and everything like that. Um, 
but you know I, what I didn't um, sort of see was um, you know our players just out and out um, you know just just being front runners or uh, getting found out too often. I thought everyone um, had a pretty solid effort and um, made their their man largely accountable. Um, so yeah, plenty of plenty of good signs uh, from the game. That's right. Well, why don't we have a break, mate? Um, we'll come back with our Don's Cast medal votes. And, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be uh, hard to pick some votes, mate, because, I, like, I thought there was some, yeah, five or six really good players on the night um, and the rest just did their role. So there's a lot around the same kind of efforts and so forth. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see your take on who is the best on ground. So we'll come back after the break with the Don's Cast medal vote. And you're listening to Don's Cast. And, mate, we go to our Don's Cast medal votes. And as always, you're the first one to cast your vote. So on you go. Beautiful, mate. Well, um, look, for one vote um, yeah, from last night's game, I had to go with uh, Nick Cox. I, I thought um, his efforts all around the ground all night um, really were um, just exceptional. He's just continuing to grow game by game. Um, you know, had the uh, 18 disposals all up, uh, 11 of those kicks, and he's got a he's got a really long boot on him, James. Um, so you know he can be quite devastating with those and, and sort of cut the lines. But the thing I loved most about his game was he actually had uh, seven marks. So uh, there were a couple of times in the um, sort of last quarter there, as I remember, where he took a couple of big grabs in the defensive line. So really helping our defenders out there when when Sydney were really pushing. Um, which was excellent. And, you know, he's, he's just so mobile. Like he, he made the three tackles, um, you know, had a clearance even. So that's uh, that's him starting to develop into that inside mid-body, mate. Um, uh, but, you know, to kick a goal, have a couple of shots um, that, that didn't go through, but, you know, he'll straighten those up as he goes along. Um, you know, I thought he, he battled all game, uh, even had the five hitouts when we chucked him in the ruck in desperation. Um and he just continued to run all night. Um, so I had to go to one vote uh, for Coxie. Um, two votes, I went for Darcy Parrish. I thought he, um, you know, he battled really hard again <clears throat> um, last night. Ended up racking up the 25 disposals. Um, yeah, obviously a lot of those in and under sort of handballs. Um, but, you know, continued to push um, and create options all night. So had three marks, um, made five tackles, which is excellent. Um, had the five clearances um, and kicked a goal with a goal assist. Um, so I thought he had a, quite a good game. So two votes for Darcy Parrish. Uh, three votes I had to go for um, for Nick Hind. I've I thought his defensive efforts, particularly in the first half, like against Papley, where he really sort of shut him out, um, was excellent. And, uh, yeah, as you mentioned you know, before, James, like Papley only got the goal like through a free kick really in the end. Um, he did look dangerous at, at other parts, uh, don't get me wrong, but I thought uh, Nick Cox held him, uh, Nick Hind rather, held him pretty well. But not only that, he um, yeah, managed to get pretty dangerous for us as well. So ended up getting the 19 disposals. 13 of those kicks, and, and what a lovely kick he is, James. Like, you know, delivered it beautifully on a couple of occasions up to our forward line. Um, uh, ended up taking a couple of marks. I uh, had five tackles, um, 
but you know, 532 meters gain, James, um, absolutely huge, uh, with three goal assists. Um, so you know, for for a half back to have three goal assists next to his name, uh, that says he's he's doing a pretty bloody good job. Um, so I just love his work and. Yep, so I went the uh, three votes for him. Uh, four votes, I went for Zach Merritt. Uh, particularly in the first half, I, I thought he was most... In the first half, I would say he was our best on. Um, he just looked to be after everything. Um, you know, he's delivering the ball beautifully. Uh, ended up racking the uh, 27 disposals in the end, uh, 16 of those kicks, and he was actually using his, his kicking um, yeah, really well on the night. Uh, was more uh, well held in the second half, um, which is... Uh, a bit unfortunate. Like, again, that's something you'll have to work through. I think he did that, you know, towards the back end of the fourth quarter. Um, but certainly, he, he didn't go out of the game completely. Uh, he kept at at um, Sydney, even his defensive efforts. So he ended up racking up uh, nine tackles, which is pretty huge. Um, three clearances had 529 meters gained for us. Uh, I thought he had a fantastic night. But um, yeah. He, for mine, you, you couldn't go past Jordan Ridley for the five votes. Um, Jesus, bloke, he just stands up time and time and time again. Um, yeah, 28 disposals. Yes, a lot of those from those kickouts, as you previously mentioned, Jane. Um, yeah, but 22 kicks all up, and he just uses it so beautifully. Um, you know, there was a few people on social media sort of complaining about, you know, Ridley just doing a predictable kick down the line, but... Really, we didn't do him any favours with um, the options we were presenting. Um, you know, I suppose Sydney's a smaller ground, so maybe it's a bit harder. But I, I didn't see people blocking for each other, um, so you could get a get someone else to um, uh, to get free to take that grab. Um, but I think overall, his his effectiveness was excellent. Um, he had, you know, eight marks um, down there, and he was just so important for us cutting off. Uh, Plenty of forward entries from from Sydney, um, but you know, 656 meters gained um, from Jordan Ridley to you know stifle the influence of, of Sydney and actually get it back on our terms. I, I thought he played fantastically. So, um, yep, the five votes for for Ridders. How about yourself, mate? How do you see it? Well, it's well, it's pretty rare, mate. But we've got, I've gone the same five as you. Uh, a little bit different order. I've got one vote to Darcy Parish. Um, I thought that with Darcy, uh, a lot of his work is done in and under. And if you don't spot that, um, yeah, you can sometimes question why would you give him a vote. But to me, I, I spot it and I see he sets up a lot of our forward thrusts um, and shouldn't be underestimated. Someone has to get the ball out for you guys to go forward. So, yeah, I thought Darcy did that a lot on the night and um, and we kind of – Talked about that goal, mate. Um, whether he meant it or not, it was a bloody good goal. So, yeah, I gave him one vote. I gave two votes to Nick Cox. I thought, um, yeah, a real glimpse of the future. This guy is going to be a real weapon. Um, you can see that he's going to be, yeah, well, you see how hard he works. He's running uh, was on display. Um, and for a guy that's t- of allegedly 202 centimetres, mate, um, incredible uh, the the amount of work rate and you know um, Blixar's for Geelong um, is kind of similar to Nick in terms of the height. Um, you know Blixar small plays ruck and down back, but I think um, that's the kind of player that 
Nick Cox t- potentially could, you know, head towards. Don't tell me uh, Cox was a former steeplechaser as well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I reckon he could take it on. Um, he's got the endurance for it, mate. But, um, yeah, no, he did some nice things. And just his one-touch grab in terms of, like, picking the ball off a wet deck was really important. Um, yeah, I thought, you know, you know that height, uh, you can only imagine the, the ground's a bit, uh, a bit further to go, mate. Um, but he was up, able to just, you know, pick out the ball at will and you know, use the ball pretty well on the night. So two votes to Nick Cox. Uh, three votes um, I've gone for um, Zach Merritt. Um, I thought Zach, yeah, same as you, mate, I thought he started the game really well. And then I think Sydney put a lot of work into Zach Merritt to try and uh, stifle his influence, which is, you know, uh, you know good management, I guess. But, uh, um, yeah, I thought he still played out the match pretty well and um, he still you know, had a number of tackles and so forth. So, okay, three votes to Zach Merritt. Four votes I went for Nick Hind. Um, after a, quite a first half in terms of possession rate, mate, I think he was really just locking down on Papley and keeping him out. Uh, which is no mean feat because Papley, as we know, can be dangerous, especially up in Sydney. But um, that second half, mate, it's like he, he was told, nah, you've got to go now. And um, yeah, some of those dashing runs and, uh, as you said, he used the ball really well on a couple of occasions. But, um, you know, it almost makes you wonder, Adam, who? Who, who did we uh, lose last year? Because, <laughs> um, you know, Nick Hine has been... Everything and more, I reckon, um, Adam Saad was, you know, especially last year. So I think, um, you know, we've, we've really got one. And when you add to that, mate, we've, you know, Adam Saad left, but we get um, Nick Hind and as well as Zach Reed, mate. I'll uh, live with that. So uh, pretty good management by the Bombers. <laughs> Not bad, Vickies. Yeah. And then finally, um, yeah, I had to give the votes to um, Jordan Ridley, Um when the game counted too, mate, just some of the ways that he, uh, you know, finds space and, you know, the, the players obviously look for him because he is such a good kick. But, I mean, he won a number of one-on-one uh, contests where he, you know, intelligently kind of flicked the ball his side and then gathered it up and, you know, gained meterage for us and got the ball uh, headed in the bomber's direction. So, um, yeah, I've been really impressed, you know, he kind of came from the clouds to win the Crichton last year. Um, and sometimes the competition catches up with you. Like they, um, you know, they do all their reviews over the off-season, mate, and they say, well, when we play Essendon, this is the bloke we've got to stop. And you'd think that everyone would know really such a good user that he was going to cop even more scrutiny. But um, the way he started this season, uh, you wouldn't know that he's under a lot more pressure. Nah, he's just so cool, calm, collected and... As you say, mate. Um, yeah, when the um, when the pressure cook was really on, um, he was the one who kept that cool head and um, yeah was able to you know win the ball on a number of occasions. Um, so he's just yeah he's playing fantastic for us and uh, yeah looking to yeah really see like he's only what twenty three or something like um, yeah. So really looking forward to the player he can he can become because right now like he's he's automatically you know one of your first picked every week. Oh, definitely. 
Well, mate, I'm interested. Uh, how's our voting looking after round four? Uh, yeah, beauty. So after round four, mate, um, so sitting on one vote each is Lav, Redmond, Draper and Stringer. Uh, two votes each, uh, we've got Sheil and Hooker. Uh, Heppel and Cox are on three. Francis has five. Tipper on seven. Uh, McGrath on 10. Parrish has 13. Hind has 21 votes. Um, Zach Merritt with 24, but still leading in front is Jordan Ridley with 26 votes. Wow. So, um, yeah, those top three, mate, uh, you know, the, the Crichton medalist from last year, Zach Merritt, who I think is our best player, and Nick Hind, who he picked up a bargain basement price. So, um, yeah, very impressive start by Nick uh, Hind uh, being welcomed to the senior side and uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the voting goes, mate. Um, why don't we have another break? We'll come back with by the numbers. Um, and there's a couple of players I want to talk to you about, mate. Um, some that have puzzled me. So that'll be after the break. You're listening to the Don's cast, and as uh, we always do, we go by the numbers. And mate, a player I want to speak to you about looks a little bit off his game. Like, uh, we saw him start the season really well, uh, and then we're talking about Andrew McGrath. Um, you know, we both gave him best on against the Hawks, mate. But, um, yeah, since that game, it just hasn't looked right. I just was interested to see what your observation of him was. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, mate. Uh, yeah, I sort of wonder how much of that is, you know, other teams putting more effort into him. Um, and so, you know, maybe his time to actually deal with a tag uh, and things like that. Um, yeah, but certainly he doesn't seem to be moving with the same sort of energy uh, that we saw earlier in the season, like even the practice games, like he just looked like he was, uh, he was absolutely flying. Um so, yeah, you sort of wonder whether he's, he's copped a knock or something like that, um, where he's just not moving as, as freely as he might. Um, but, yeah, it's just a bit of a funny one. Oh, he'll, he'll push through. Um, he's a class player. And, look, he, he certainly never goes completely out of the game. Like, um, you know, he, he's there or thereabouts, uh, but just not up to his uh, uh, sort of standards, um, really. But, um, no, nah, he'll... He'll get there. For this game, look, I, I thought he had a, a fairly average game. But, you know, yeah, you do have to look at it um, in terms of, you know, Sydney's midfield. They're obviously a lot bigger, a lot more experienced. Um, they did smash us in the contested ball stakes. So it's not a, not easier for um, uh, our, our players to get in the footy. He ended up with a 20 disposals, um, you know, laid five tackles, had four clearances, um, but only the 143 meters gained of those. So, you know, it's a lot of uh, a lot of handballs in and under, um, or very short uh, stuff. Um, but yeah, fairly average game. But what about yourself, mate? What do you what do you see? No, I just wanted more out of him. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I think you know we know with Caldwell and also um, you know Dylan Shield, we kind of need our uh, premium midfielders to stand up and I just felt like I think he had eight kicks and 12 handballs mate and um, 
yeah, he just didn't seem to have the same vitality about him uh, that he has in the past. And uh, I just thought he's been a bit quieter um, over the last couple of weeks. And yeah, hopefully he's not carrying anything, but uh, he still had five tackles. So he definitely um, batted away in the tackle department. But um, yeah, I just think we can get more out of Andy McGrath and uh, let's hope for a better showing next week. Uh, we've got Darcy Parrish, who we both gave votes to, mate. Um, again, he wasn't a standout as uh, as he was the week before, but uh, he did a lot of things right. Yeah, he did. And it's um, just that continued four-quarter effort uh, from Darcy, which, which I just love. Um, you know, he, he won't die wondering, this bloke. And it's, it's still interesting to me, he's only playing the 78% of game time, so we're uh, still managing his loads, um, you know, a fair bit. Um, so, um, yeah, but as I said uh, before, you know, I, I thought he had a really good game. Um, yeah, racking up plenty of the footy, you know, five tackles, five clearances, um, kicking that goal and having a goal assist. Um, that's, a, that's a pretty good night for a, for a midfielder, I'd say, uh, particularly when um, when our midfield wasn't dominating. And again, he's another one with the handball syndrome. Seven kicks, mate, 18 handballs. So, um, another thing to look at is, um, and, I, and I know with Darcy, he wins a lot of the ball on the ground, dishing it out, which we talk about a lot. And uh, last week we saw, you know, one of his downfalls was his field kicking. So uh, as long as he's handballing, because that's what the situation calls for and not handballing because he's fearful of how accurate his kick is. Um, uh, I think, uh, you know, Darcy's been really good this year and, and needed to be, especially with the injuries to Caldwell and um, Shield. So uh, he's done well. Kyle Langford, mate, he's another one that I've been a little bit puzzled by. Um, I was kind of expecting this next, you know, next level from Kyle. Um, and I don't think he's got there yet this year. Um, and yeah, you know, it's pretty important in the second half, to be honest. In the in this game, you, you want a lot more of the footy, but. Uh, sometimes he seems to be going through the motions and it's been like a bit of a criticism of his since he started. But, um, yeah, I just think he could be a little bit more uh, dangerous, especially floating around that half-forward line. He just hasn't really been that player this year. Yeah, I'd agree with that, James. Um, you know, but even when he was getting more of the footy in the second half, like he, he was racking up a heap of it. He just wasn't using it well for mine. Um, you know, he'd get it and he'd just bomb it long or it would be a kick to a you know a, a sort of a two-on-one or a, or a 50-50 which really didn't give our player uh, the advantage to actually get the ball so um, it was kind of like he was mopping up after his own mess um, uh, like which, which I guess is good in terms of effort but yeah in terms of the actual execution of um, of the game style and, and stuff we want to achieve um, it does um, you yeah, know there's certainly work to be done um, Look, um, I guess the thing that's puzzling to me is everyone's been raving about how well he's been training on the track and everything like that, but that just doesn't seem to have transferred to his confidence on the field at the moment and his performances on the field. Like, he's, he's played solidly, um, but I wouldn't say in any of the games he's, he's performed super well. Um, and I, I kind of feel that's, that's reflected. I mean, obviously, yeah, we've got our own views, but... You know, for him not to have polled a, a vote in our Donscast um, medal stakes, mate, um, I think that sort of speaks, um, 
you know, volumes, you know, given we each give five votes, um, votes to five players rather each game. And uh, he hasn't managed to, to scrape one in yet. Like we, I think we both think he's uh, quite capable, uh, but just hasn't been able to put it out in the park yet. Uh, I think there's definitely areas of improvement. Um, and, I, and I think he's the most dangerous when he pushes forward and becomes a goal-kicking option as well. Um, and, you know, pushes up from that wing position and, uh, you know, sl- gets behind the ball and, you know, takes a mark with his, you know, because he's got a, quite a bit of height on some of his opponents. Um, and he's generally a pretty reliable kick for goal. Um, so, yeah, I think he... He definitely could get better as this season goes on, and let's hope we see that. Dev Smith, mate, he signed a two-year deal um, or contract extension, which is, uh, yeah, I've got to be, I've got to be upfront. I thought it was a bit of a surprise uh, when I read that. Like, you know, not that I didn't want him to re-sign, but I, I was, um, I thought the club might make him sweat a little bit more because I thought his output, especially the last year and a half, has not been, um, you know what we thought, first thought we were getting. But um, his effort can never be questioned. But, uh, yeah, I just did, wanted to know how well he's recovering from those knee surgeries and so forth. But the club must have full faith to offer him a two-year deal. And, uh, again, he wasn't our worst last night. He, you know, eight kicks, eight handballs, and obviously kicked the goal. So, you know, as a half-forward flanker, um, I, I think that's about par what you'd want from your half-forward flanker. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, you know, to be honest, mate, I actually thought he had a pretty good game. Um, you know, he's plenty of times on the wing, uh, presenting, you know, giving the footy off, um, you know, uh, yeah, continued to um, to be a presence in there. Yes, his tackling game wasn't um, uh, sort of higher numbers as, as we've seen previously. He had three tackles on the night. Uh, but I actually just thought his, his effort around the ground to continue presenting, you um, you know, dishing the ball out here and there, uh, presenting inside 50, like kick a goal, had another shot, uh, but unfortunately didn't didn't kick it through. Um, uh, I, but in saying that, I, I do agree with the, um, your assessment regarding his uh, contract extension. Like I've, I actually really like Dev, you know, for the, uh, you know, the, the Guernsey, the, um, that, uh, yeah, for those of us who pledged their membership, um, you know, I've got Dev Smith's signature, um, on a Guernsey at mine, I, I really like him as a player. Um, but to sign a, a two-year contract extension with his um, injury history um, in round four, or well, prior to round four of this season, I think is a bit, um, yeah, uh, premature is the word that comes to mind. But um, look, uh, like. As I said, I really like him as a player, uh, and you can never fault his effort or desire at the contest. Um, but I just think that extension, um, yeah, might have come a bit too soon. Um, I, I, I hope it really pays off. Um, but uh, yeah, in terms of the game, I thought he was uh, fairly solid. Um, but yeah, each to their own. Yeah, and uh, I guess the next player was Zach Merritt, who we both gave votes to again, mate, and. Yeah, he's had a good season so far, um, and it kind of highlights the reason why we don't want to lose him. Um, uh, I think, uh, yeah, again, he had quite a second half, but uh, yeah, nine tackles, mate. So that shows he's fully invested. And uh, you see him when he tackles, he really tackles, and you can see that 
he tackles the hurt, mate. He really grabs you and throws you to the ground. And, um, you know, I really like the way he goes about it. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, not much more I can say about him. I, I thought he had a, um, a really good game. Uh, yes, held in the, yeah, particularly in that third quarter. Um, but um, other than that, I'll, yeah, yeah, especially that first half when we were getting our run, like he was often through Zach Merritt. Uh, we were getting the ball from and through. Um, so I thought he, he played really well. And um, yeah, let, let's hope the next contract extension we see is uh, for Zach Merritt. That's right. Um, then we had uh, Aaron Francis, mate. How did you see him? I, I thought he battled pretty hard. He tried to take it up to Buddy. And let's say, Buddy, I didn't think he was the match difference, um, you know, even though he kicked his, what did he kick, three goals, mate? In the yeah, three goals, yep. Yeah, but um, yeah, I thought in one of those goals, like Francis was clearly manhandled. Um, yeah, apparently you're allowed to grab the player's jumper and just throw him out of the way. But um, yeah, I, I thought Francis you know, did his best for an undersized player to play on uh, Franklin. And um, yeah, I, yeah, I know Zerk Thatcher was trying to help him as well. But I mean, um, yeah, I think you know we shouldn't judge Francis too hard. His endeavour was definitely there. Yeah, I 100% agree with that, James. I, I thought he played pretty solidly. Um, you know, one thing we know about Buddy Franklin is he's, he's a freak athlete, um, and you know, he you, you can never hold him for four quarters. There will be times in the game where he does get on top of you. Um, but I thought Francis actually held him pretty well. Like he he led uh, Franklin to the ball a number of times, affected the spoils, um, and really, you know, when you look at two of those goals, um, yep. So there was that free kick paid there where. Um, Oh, not the freaky, the like the mark paid to Franklin, where he clearly just threw Francis out of the way. Um, but then also another goal came through when uh, you know Francis was was trying to play that team defense, but you know there were Sydney players free everywhere, and uh, Buddy was able to get a cheap one out the back. Um, yeah, and so, but really, um, you know, I, I did, I, I said it. Uh, pretty early in the piece, like I thought our team defence uh, was lacking and Sydney were able to cut us up quite often on the night. Um, and I think that doesn't make your job easy as a defender. So I thought Francis did um, did pretty well. Um, you know, ended up with the 11 disposals, uh, six of those kicks. And we know, he, um, you know, when he, when he does use his boot, um, I, I just think he's a beautiful kick of the footy and uh, does try to get us in, in dangerous areas. Um so, uh, no, I thought he played fairly solidly. Now, a player we have to discuss because he was registered as playing a game, mate, but um, David Zarakis, um, what would you say about him sitting on the bench on the night, mate? Um, look, I think it's... Um, uh, they talk about him being a real good mentor for the younger players. Um, so, um, I don't know, hopefully he's, he's a good... Um, He's a good mentor for the young boats on the bench or even the emergencies um, who are up there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of funny. Like, um, yes, yeah, most of us have bemoaned his performances um, over the last year. And it was sort of um, really sad to see that when he actually had a, a good game against the Gold Coast, he kicked four, I think it was. That's when he got injured. Um, so he's actually coming back into some form. Um, and that was the last game he played. Um, and word was he, he performed quite well in the VFL. 
I personally think it was a bit premature to bring him back as a uh, uh, as a uh, injury sub. Um, uh, but uh, you know, the the club obviously knows him and, and his body um, better than the rest of us. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he gets a game uh, in the near future. Because um, I'm not sure what position he'd be um, playing. I certainly wouldn't want to see him off the half back again. Uh, and I think you know. Uh, yeah, Ham and, and Cox are doing pretty well on the wing. Yeah, that's right. Well, I think he'll come back. I, um, I'm hoping, I think uh, the VFL boys play a game against Frankston tonight um, uh, down at the Hangar, mate, um, against our old mob, the Frankston Dolphins. So um, I think, you know, basically, if, you know, because only coming back from Sydney. I would hope they'd get another game into him, uh, bearing into mind there's a uh, nine days before our next match, um, or eight days now uh, before the the uh, Brisbane Lions game. So I'd like uh, Zach to get another game under his belt um, and make the clear decision. You know, will he be in the side? Because let's face it, at his best, he clearly is our best twenty-two mate. Um, and it's just having the confidence to be able to perform. And um, yeah, we'll wait and see on that call. Um, Nick Cox made a game, another player we gave votes to and we kind of sung his praises already, but uh, I guess with uh, Nick, it's more about, um, you know, he he's, looks like a generational type player, mate. He's going to be a changing, a, a changing kind of player where um, you can almost see recruiters are going to start looking for these guys because, you know, they are a point of difference. Yeah, mate. Um, and he started to use that point of difference, like with his marking power around the ground last night, which is excellent. Um, yeah, had a great game. And uh, yeah, not much more I can say about him. Just uh, great work, young bloke. Yeah, and uh, another player got votes, mate, Jordan Ridley. We both gave him best on. Um, yeah, he's just really, for a player that's played under 50 games, mate, he's going to have a pretty good resume. Uh, he keeps going like this, potentially a double Crichton medalist. You know, like um, who would have ever thought? But uh, he's he's played really well. Uh, I know we're only four rounds in, so you know, probably getting ahead of myself saying that. But I mean, I just think that um, yeah, he, he's just a smart type of footy player, and uh, he's got the tools to use it. So uh, he can you know kick the ball well and makes good decisions. Um, yeah, sometimes his kickouts are a little bit predictable. You know he's going to go long and usually to the right side of the screen. But, um, yeah, I still think that, uh, yeah, he can learn from that. But, I, I mean, it's more about the targets you have as well, which you said, mate. Um, no good trying to pick little passes if they're going to be turned over and, you know, you're going to watch goals get kicked over your head. So, uh, no, I've... I'm very happy with Jordan Ridley and his progression. Yeah, fantastic game from Jordan. Um, again, not much more I can say about him. Um, just an out-and-out out gun. Now, Jaden Laverty actually played his 50th game last night, mate. Um, it's been a long time coming. You know, obviously, he's found a lot of injuries uh, since making it onto the Bombers list uh, as a first-round pick. Uh, now, he's... Uh, He's a powerful type player, mate. And look, playing down back, I didn't think we'd see that when he first started the club. He looked like a natural half forward flanker um, slash forward pocket. But um, no, I thought he um, battled manfully last night. 
didn't have a whole heap of the ball, but you kind of don't expect him to. Um, what were your opinions of him? Yeah, as you say, mate, he battled manfully. Um, uh, I think he's he's obviously still learning the defensive roles there. Um, yeah, he's potentially one where uh, you know his his man could get free if someone laid a block. Uh, so he's not yet able to navigate those, but he'll he'll definitely get there. He's um, yeah, he's not afraid to crash his body around. Um, Definitely saw him laying a few tackles. Like he's only got the two to his name, but I certainly saw him uh, throwing his body around a bit. Uh, actually, took the five marks down there, um, which is great. So um, shows he's putting himself in positions and uh, you know chopping the ball off and um, then getting it back our way where we can. Um, you know, I remember uh, there was one part he had it off the half back, um, took it under his arm, went for a little bit of a run and uh, just delivered it beautifully up the wing there. Um, he's got a nice kick on him, Jaden. So uh, it was good that out of the 12 disposals, he did um, you know, have the eight kicks. Um, so it shows he trusts his boot. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I thought he played you know, solid without being outstanding. Yeah, that's right. Um, and like, well done to Jaden playing 50 games. He's had to go through a lot to get there, mate. So, um, yeah, you know, shouldn't be overlooked. Uh, another exciting young player, Archie Perkins. Uh, gee, uh, there's a play that you know, just had me grinning, mate, where he just had to go. He ran flat chat uh, to win a ball, uh, kind of chest marked it in the end. But, I mean, it was under a lot of duress from a couple of Swan players. And I thought, yeah, there's a bloke who wants the footy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, And there was a few occasions like that, like even for the halfback. Um, you know, there were a couple of Swans uh, crunching on him. He had to go to affect the... Uh, the spoiler, he ended up getting it down to the ground and I think it might have been Dev Smith or someone swooped on it. Um, like, And yeah, you even saw on a couple of occasions, um, I think it might have been, uh, you know, Nick Hind or, <clears throat> or Snelling had the ball um, towards our half-forward line and, yeah, Archie Perkins, you could just see him like clapping his hands, yelling, like, pass me the footy, uh, kind of thing. He just wants it, um, which is excellent. And when he did have the footy, like he... I thought he used it pretty well. Like he, he does take those dangerous kicks, and at times you think, "Oh, a bit too much flight in that." Um, but like that's what you want to see this young bloke taking the game on. Um, yeah, I, I thought he played a, a quite a good game. Um, yeah, it, I do note like he only played the sixty percent of game time. Um, so obviously managing his loads. Like he's been a long time since he played footy, um, but certainly. Uh, his confidence isn't lacking, uh, so I'm really looking forward to him continuing to develop his fitness and um, and confidence at AFL level because uh, yeah, he's an absolute player. Yeah, and um, I think with Archie, he's uh, the sky's the limit with this guy, mate. His agility is just so noticeable. Like he's got this sidestep, mate, and uh, I think he's going to fool a lot of people with that in the years to come. So the next player is uh, Nick Hine, mate. Again, he's another player we both gave votes to. Um, so there's not much more to say, but G's been refreshing on that halfback line. Yeah, like an absolute boon for us. Like we all thought we were stuffed after losing McKenna and Saad. Um, you know, welcome Nick Hine. Um, absolute joy to have you at the club. Uh, he's not only exciting to watch when he has the ball and takes it under his arm and takes a bounce, but uh, he's very dependable defensively. Um, you know, does all the, the hard acts you'd want, um, you know, to, to lay five tackles and, um, 
uh, have three goal assists. Like that shows he's doing it, you know, both sides. So, um, yeah, fantastic from Nick Hind. And, yeah, looking forward to him continuing to, um, you know, perform for us in the red and black. Yeah, and like to keep Papley to goal is, uh, even though Papley had more chances, um, I still think that was a good effort to keep Papley to just a single goal. Um, Peter Wright, mate, uh, he's had to play ruck and, you know, let's face it, he's not a true ruckman. We can, we can identify that. He's given us effort, which is, I guess, part of the scenario. But, yeah, he just doesn't look – I think around the ground he's fine. He can use the ball pretty well. There's a couple of times where he, yeah, he kicked the ball very nicely, you know, especially from their back line to, you know, to the midfield. But, I mean, yeah, in the ruck, I think, uh, you know, it's not going to be his preferred position. And I guess the question is, do we play a dedicated ruckman, and at what expense? Like, will it slow our forward line down? You know, with Hooker and uh, yeah, obviously Stringer, and then you've got you know potentially Peter Wright there and Harrison Jones. Uh, do we become a bit too top heavy that way? Now, it'll be interesting to see how the club goes, but I think last night, especially in that last couple of minutes, really showed that we probably need to play a ruckman, mate. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like, especially when look, um, he's he's. I mean, for mine, he's he's played out of position. Um, he's he's playing a role as required. I mean, I think he played that role as effectively as he could. Um, but for a bloke two meters tall to not have taken a mark all night, um, I think it's um, you know, not a great sign. Um, really, he should be presenting more around the ground. You know. When we were talking about Ridley uh, just having to bomb it into a contest, like Peter Wright should be up for those contests and um, you know, try to take a couple of grabs there. Um, so, uh, and I guess the other thing, which is it will continue to be a talking point, I, I think, is his lack of aggression. Um, yeah, there were there were times even in the ruck contest where he jumped, but he he didn't even um, you know lay a hand out to actually tap the footy. Um, I don't know if he was scared of the knee coming in from uh, um, from Hickey, but you know whatever it was, he he doesn't like the um, like the rough stuff. And I think yeah that that really showed against an experienced ruckman in Hickey, he was able to sort of um, use that to his advantage um, and just sort of impose himself on Peter Wright. And you think yeah, geez, yeah, you two meter Peter, like you're a massive unit. Um, you've got some weight to throw around. Um, so I'm sure the coaches will be all over it. Um, so while I think he, he played his role, um, he didn't necessarily serve the best interests of the team um, in that he, he didn't give us a whole lot around the ground after the right contests um, had passed, which he, he generally lost anyway. So, um, yeah, I'd have to say... Yeah, an average game for, for Peter Wright, uh, which gives me no pleasure to say because he, he is playing out of position. But, yeah, that's that's my take on it. And we saw, like, he, the way he got outmarked by Sam Reid, um, that was really disappointing as well. Like, it was basically you know, a little bump and a, and a mark. You know, you'd like to see a bit more resolve, uh, especially from a bigger frame body. Um, and that was a pretty important part of the play. Yeah. Uh, the skipper was back, mate, Dyson Apple, and uh, I thought he acquitted himself pretty well. Sometimes he looks a little bit slow, mate, but um, I was just glad he got through the game unscathed. Um, and 
you know, his leadership is always a welcome addition. And, you know, let's face it, we haven't seen Dyson out there uh, playing, you know, regularly for a while now. So let's hope he can uh, get some continuity in his game and, and string a few matches together. Yeah, absolutely. Like, as you say, like he slightly off the pace, still um, still lacks a little bit of game awareness. You know, when he tried to play on, got ran down by by Buddy. That was a, that hurt us a bit. Um, but you can see when he does have the footies, um, yeah, he's composed and he's a good user generally. Um, and certainly, like there were, there were moments in the back line there where he just scrapped and fought for everything. Um, so you know, he's. He's obviously not as clean uh, as he has been previously because he is still finding that pace of the, the ball and coming back to footy. But um, he'll he'll be cherry ripe as he likes to say, mate. Um, so it's, yeah, it's good to see him. Good to see him out there. Yeah, good to have the skipper back. Harrison Jones, mate. Again, you look at his stat sheet and you know six disposals. Like you know, some people would judge him harshly, but I, I don't. I reckon uh, he's a player that we just got to get these games into, mate. Um, yeah, you know, he leads hard. He, um, you know, keeps searching for the footy, and uh, you know, despite his first round where he missed all those shots, mate, he's generally a pretty good kick for goal. So, um, yeah, I want I want uh, Harrison to keep staying in the side and keep learning that forward craft because I think he's going to be a mainstay of our you know forward fifty for the next you know five to ten years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's like what he doesn't lack is effort and um, and footy smarts. If I'm completely honest, like there's he just seems to be able to sum up the situation pretty well sometimes. Like um, you know, and, he, and he's flying for his marks, which is which is great. It doesn't take him all the time, um, but once his his frame uh, sort of builds out a bit, um, you'll be much much better with that. Um, but you know, of his six disposals, like five kicks, which I think is excellent. Like He's a beautiful kick of the footy and generally uses it well. So, um, no, nah, that was that was great to see. But, you know, for such a big bloke as well, laid a couple of tackles, um, obviously kicked the goal. Um, you know, he, he runs all game. But, you know, it's, we've got to note that he only played 67% of game time. So it's not like he was out there 100% of the time. Um, and, um, yeah, certainly, you know, a game at, the SCG, where quite often your centre half forward can, um, you know, almost go missing because it's such a short ground. Um, it's uh, it's pleasing to see he keeps keeps presenting. Um, his running patterns are good. Oh, yeah, obviously you can't say he had an outstanding game um, from the output, but I think he's building very very nicely. Uh, without doubt, and yes, someone we can look forward to representing us for a while yet, right? Um, Jake Stringer, it's been great since he's come back. Um, you know, what, he kicked seven goals in two weeks, mate. So um, pretty good effort from Jakey. Um, started the game really well. You know, Dane Rampey, we know he's a tough competitor. It's hard to win a lot of the footy about. Um, but, yeah, I thought Jake was pretty well, played pretty well and, um, yeah, we're so much better side when he plays. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, you know, I almost gave him votes, um, but I thought, you know, Rampy sort of had his number in the back half. Um, but to kick three goals uh, as well as another shot on goal, which he, he didn't get, but um, no, it would have been exciting. Um, 
yeah, had the 10 disposals all up, nine of those kicks, and he, he actually uses the, the footy quite well, like in his field kicking. Um, yeah, had the three marks, uh, laid five tackles, which is really pleasing to see. Um, I actually, yeah, because I quite like when he does get thrown in the centre square, he seems to throw his body around and make his presence known in there. Um, had a couple of clearances. Um, so, yeah, uh, Another good game from from Jakey. As you say, mate, it's just great to have him back. Yeah, we're definitely a different side when he plays, especially when he's fit and able to perform. Carl Hooker, mate, he's work continues to work hard up there at forward, uh, adding a number of goals last night. And um, you know, with Carl, you can see he's had that um, had that big corky brace on, mate. Um, <laughs> After uh, suffering a big corky last week, and you know, that would have been causing him a bit of discomfort, but yeah, no, I thought he was pretty good on the night and gave us another focal point to go to. Yeah, mate, it was a uh, pretty funny. Looked like he had a sandwich in his pocket when he looked back for goal, but um, no, he uh, he was. He, I thought he um, you know played fairly well and definitely um, had Sydney worried uh, down there because he he was making contests all game. Um, you know, to kick three goals, excellent effort. Um, you know, so 14 disposals all up uh, for the night. Um, you know, three marks, um, even later tackle the big fella. Um, so I, I thought he, he played quite well. And the thing I, I really like about him is, you know, in the pressure moments, he's uh, he's one that always stands up. Oh, that, that goal he, he kicked near the end there, uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, but some of his bullocking work as well to um, just make his uh, like he's one who doesn't mind throwing his body around and certainly uh, there'd be a few uh, Sydney players uh, a bit sore uh, after last night um, but uh, yeah I thought he, he played um, played a fairly good game yep and Brendan Zirk Thatcher mate now look again if you look at stat sheets you'll think what did he do because he had only the six disposals, three kicks and three ambles. But um, I thought he, you know, tried hard down there. Look, sometimes I think his awareness could have a little bit more improvement. But, I mean, I thought for the amount of ball that was down there, I thought he did contribute trying to stifle uh, Sydney's 4A attacks. Yeah. I mean, for mine, it's the it's difference between effort and execution. Um, like, he did... Try hard, but um, yeah, he was he was outclassed. I, I thought um, yeah, Sam Reed definitely had the had the better of him. Um, you know, and I guess it was a team defence. You know, both Zerk and, and Francis trying to um, you know stifle Buddy's influence as well. Uh, but you know, I just I just felt like he, he sort of went missing um, at, at periods of the game where we really needed a, a big bloke to stand up and. Chuck a fist in here and there. Um, look, he the promising thing was that he, um, he doesn't lack for effort. Um, you know, to lay four tackles down there is brilliant. Uh, had a clearance as well. Um, but I mean, like when you look at um, his actual impact on the game, like of the six disposals he had, like 31 meters gained. So they were like very small chips or um, things like that. So, um, you know, one, his opponent had the better in and, you know, two, he didn't have much impact for us going the other way. So 
like for mine, it was a fairly average game. Um, I'm not going to put that all on the young bloke. Obviously, it's only second game of AFL footy uh, for a while. Um, but yeah, certainly uh, uh, some learnings to be had there, and uh, hopefully, he'll take those on to to continue to develop. You'd think you'd have to play next week, mate. Um, when you think about uh, Joey Danaher, yeah, um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I thought. I don't think you'd be wanting to play Francis on Danaher. Um, no. Uh, I would much prefer to see Zerk try to go with Joey um, rather than try and Aaron Francis on that one. Um, yeah, so that'll be for next week. Because, yeah, Brisbane have two pretty good forwards, mate, in Hipwood and Danaher. So, um, and like with James Stewart still out, um, you know, for that height, you know, with Hurley out and, Hooker playing up forward, uh, I think he's kind of self-assured that he can get another game the next yeah. week. Um, what are we up to, mate? Um, so we got uh, Braden Ham next. Yeah, well, he, I thought he um, worked hard, mate. He look, his kicking looks a bit scrappy to me at times. Like he really just jams it on his boot and tries to kick the hell out of it. But I mean, um, I think it's good that we're seeing him persevered with. Um, I think I've seen an improvement in his game. Like I don't think he was that he performed that well last night. But I mean, uh, I would much rather see him uh, given a clear pathway to get a few games and try and establish himself. Because um, there's talks that he's about to sign a two-year contract extension, mate. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with your assessment, James. I don't think he had a fantastic game, um, but there's there's certainly a player there. Um, you know, he loves to run and um, and all that. His defensive side of the game is getting better. Um, it's not great, but getting better. Like had the two tackles, um, but he he just runs all day. Um, ended up racking up the sixteen disposals. Had four marks. Um, the the thing that's sort of funny is he, um, you know, he's got a good boot on him, but he only um, out of his sixteen disposals only had the six kicks. Um, and you know, one of those was a goal assist, so that shows he's like he's got the capability. I'm just not sure if he fully backs himself yet. However, in saying that, he is guilty of just sort of bombing it uh, as opposed to picking out a target. Uh, so I think that's the next stage of his progression. Um, but yeah, look, he, he doesn't lack for effort. Um, so as, as you say, mate, let's hope he gets a continued run, um, build some form, show you what he's got, um, and continue to go from there. Matt Gwalfi, mate, he had a tough day, uh, a tough night at the office, I thought. Um, he was under the pump a lot of the times and uh, made a few clangers here and there, mate. But uh, how did you see Matt Gwalfi? Yeah, like, I did feel sorry for him because you could see the effort was there. You could see what he wanted to do, but it's it's like the mind was willing, but the, the body just didn't um, you know, execute for him. Like a few handballs that went to ground or... You know, scrubby kicks, um, uh, or if he went to affect this, this spoil, um, didn't quite come off for him. Um, but you know, he 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 kept at it all game. Oh, I'm I'm biased. I like I quite like him um, as a player because um, you know he gives you 100 percent all day, every day. Um, and you know, I think he does make his his man accountable to him. Um, not his best game, um, just. Yeah, mostly due to execution of um, uh, skills and stuff like that. But, um, you know, he, 
he kept at it. Had three three tackles in the end. Um, had a goal assist. Um, uh, yeah, twelve disposals all up. Uh, but only three of those kicks with so nine of those were uh, sort of little handballs. Uh, he was under pressure when he was getting the footy a lot of the time. Um, so as you say, mate, a pretty tough day at the office. But um, yeah, certainly. Uh, certainly, I like him in the side, but um, yeah, I guess we'll we'll see what the coaches reckon uh, in the weeks to come. Yeah. Um, now, a player that I nearly gave votes to, mate, um, was uh, Will Snelling. I thought he had a really good game on the night. Um, look, he he didn't get a whole heap of the footy, but um, just every time he he got the got the ball, I just felt like he was going to do something with it. And to have 11 tackles, mate, and he was throwing his body left, right and centre. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just great. Like, I, I nearly gave him votes as well, um, mate, because, um, I don't know, he, he had a, a bit of a presence about him last night. Um, there were a few times where, um, you know, the Sydney players were getting into us um, and Will Snelling would get in, push him away. And he's obviously not a, a big bloke, but you know, he, he's he's up for the fight, mate. Uh, might have a bit of a you know a little man syndrome, but um you know he's he's certainly um like he, he's got that footy smarts about him. Um so as you say when he had the footy he used it pretty well. Um and you know to have the eleven tackles is, is a massive effort. Um two clearances um yeah, it took a few marks, um, just the 13 disposals, but I, th- I thought he used them quite well. So, yeah, I thought he had a fairly solid game. Yeah, and uh, AMT, Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody. Um, I didn't think it was his best game last night, mate. Uh, he seemed a little bit hesitant to take a goal. There was a passage of play. There was a chain of handballs made in it, and like, the ball was going nowhere. And... Uh, when the ball got to him, I was just thinking, just throw it on your boot, tip it off. Mm. We'll take with whatever we got. But even he fell into the handball game. And um, I know when Tip is up and firing, he'll, you know, just take it and snap it. And um, obviously, there was a lot of pressure on him last night. Yeah, it's pretty rare he doesn't kick a goal, mate. Um, and I just think, it, yeah, he just had a tough night. And, you know, apart from that snap, which uh, was overturned or, you know, was uh, judged by the goal review of being touched. Um, yeah, he was pretty ineffectual on the actual um, goal line. Uh, yeah, he was in terms of goals. Like, I, I fully agree with your assessment there. He was a bit gun shy last night. Um, but I think he, he still um, you know, presented quite well around the ground. Um, you know, he's throwing his body around, crashing, um, crashing plenty of blokes. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure a few of the Sydney players will have uh, Anthony McDonald. Tip and Woody-sized bruises along their side. Um, but, um, you know, 12 disposals in the end. Um, yeah, the five tackles, which is excellent, um, with a goal assist to his name. Um, certainly he's capable of a lot more. I wonder if he's, uh, you know, kind of a victim of you know, the, the size of um, SCG. You don't get a lot of space. Um, so, uh, as you said, Jamie was, um, you know, uh, cordoned up a bit, but um, yeah, look, obviously not his not his greatest game in terms of output, but I, I think the effort was there. Um, yeah, he certainly didn't go missing, um, but is capable of more. So yeah, you have to say an average game for Tipper. And then finally, uh, Alec Waterman, mate, a um, couple of goals in the night. 
Uh, Tad drew his two goals last week. Uh, yeah, he's been quite a find already, and yeah, he's a, certainly a player I, I want to see keep staying in the side because um, reliable shots at goal, mate, are hard to find, and you know, he seems one that I'm very comfortable watching him uh, go back and have a shot. Yeah, mate, I actually found it sort of funny. Uh, Scooter McNeese from the Lunchtime Catch-Up podcast um, sort of said, he's the bloke I want kicking for my life. <laughs> he's uh, He's been pretty reliable in front of the sticks so far. So, um, no, he's, he's done well to, to make his uh, make the most of his opportunity. Uh, to kick a couple of goals again after his efforts last week. Um, it's excellent. Had the 10 disposals. The thing I really like about him is he um, he's a big-framed lad and uh, doesn't mind throwing his body around a bit. Um, so hoping he continues to build his, his base and fitness and um, his uh, confidence to, to yeah, crash into bodies and make a bit of a nuisance of himself because um, certainly when you can add that to uh, you know, his, his goal-kicking ability, uh, he'll be a very handy addition for us in that forward line. Um, so I think he had a pretty solid game. Yeah, well, that's it, mate. Uh, we got through. Um, again, look... We're not that far away from being three and one. Um, and I know that means nothing. You know, we are one and three and we have to own that. But I, I mean, I, I just want to see effort this year. I, I, did, I think we both went into this season thinking, you know, finals was a bit of a stretch and it was more about watching us develop. And I know Robert Shaw didn't agree with that. Um, <laughs> he said, uh, yeah, that, you know, there shouldn't be any limitations put on you. But, uh, um, and I respect Robert Jury knows a lot more about the game than myself, but I, I mean, I'm more interested in seeing where's this next Bombers generation coming from, and you know, to see the four players that have debuted this year in the side, they all look like they can, you know, have long careers with the Bombers. That's yeah, you know, really pleasing. And then, as I said, mate, we've got you know some others that are just waiting on the sidelines. You know, with Zach Reed, who we expecting, you know, like. Who's, who knows, mate? He might actually get a game next week. Um, wouldn't that be a baptism of fire, mate? Um, <laughs> Up against Hill or Danaher, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, like, we'll see how he performs tonight um, against Frankston Bombers. Uh, sorry, it's Frankston Dolphins. But, um, yeah, like, if he can, um, if he can um, find his way into the side, uh, we, we hear he's an elite kick. Uh, coming from the back line, um, and he's got that height, mate, which, uh, you yeah, know, I'd be almost tempted to throw him in next week, mate, have a look at Zach Reed. Um, and obviously then you've got Nick Bryan. Like, if we want to go down the path of having a, a Ruckman, um, you know, the reports are Nick Bryan, he doesn't give you a whole heap around the ground. He's a very good tap Ruckman, but um, he's still learning the craft. So... Whether they bring in a, a ruckman like Andrew Phillips, if he gets through tonight and they want to bring a bit of experience in, that might be an option too. So, um, yeah, plenty of, to, uh, to ponder, you know, before our next game against Brisbane. But, um, yeah, like, I think all in all, mate, the effort's been there. You know, the, the Port game was disappointing. Um, but apart from that, I think from what we've seen after the first four rounds, um yeah, I've been quite impressed overall, although disappointed that we weren't able to get the points over the Hawks and the Swans. Yeah, I would agree with that, James. Um, you know, the boys are putting in um, 
like even the the Hawks and Swans game, um, uh, pardon me, the, the Port game rather, um, you know, the effort was there. It was just our execution and our um, structures that really let us down. So, um, no, nah, like they'll continue to develop. And, um, yeah, it's performances like you saw, saw last night with Cox and Perkins. Like, Jesus, exciting, mate. So plenty of plenty you uh, get excited for as Bombers fans in the future. No worries. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, and we'll uh, catch you all next week. Uh, hopefully, uh, we're discussing a win over the Joe Danaher Brisbane Lions. So until then, go Bombers. Go Dons. <laughs>